Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled Works versus Grace-Based Salvation. The importance of this topic, salvation, cannot be overstated. It's an absolutely critical dogma of the Christian faith. It has to do with eternity in heaven or hell, among many other things. There are not many theological constructs more important than salvation. Many people, even Christians, state that one does not have to believe in God or have a personal relationship with Christ in order to be saved. There seems to be an increasing focus on being a good neighbor or doing good works as an exclusive basis for salvation and eternity in heaven. Those who choose to use scripture to support their views often refer to James 2.26 and Luke 10.27 as their proof text. James 2.26 reads, For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. And Luke 10.27, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. By combining these two verses out of context with the rest of Scripture, many build a straw man by saying that to love God is to love our neighbor, and to love our neighbor, which is works, is the basis for our faith that will carry us to heaven. The biblical Christian will counter this view by quoting Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, which states that grace, not works, is the path to salvation. Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and it is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Of course, the atheist or frustrated Christian will quote both these verses and say that the Bible has errors and is written by flawed men and cannot be trusted. My belief is that the Bible is the inerrant word of God and therefore perfect in its original autographs. As such, verses that seem to contradict must be reconciled as best as man can understand. Unlike our more challenging doctrines, such as predestination versus free will, looking at the Bible through the lens of a systematic theology, the reconciliation of these verses above seems straightforward. My view is intertwined with the Great Commission, Luke 10.27, above, presented similarly in the first three books of the Bible. It speaks to first loving the Lord and then loving our neighbor. God states that on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets, Matthew 22.40, meaning the rest of Scripture is based on this, the greatest commandment. My point is that there is an order to God's laws, to love him and then love mankind. That order, in my view, helps reconcile Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 with James 2, 26. I would argue we cannot truly know God unless we are saved, John seventeen three. We can know of him, but to truly know him, we must have a personal relationship with him. John fifteen four and following. We are saved by God's grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Once we're saved, we will need to do his will. To do his will is to love our neighbor. And loving our neighbor is performing good works, referred to in James two twenty six. 
Also, John fourteen fifteen. If you love me, you will obey my commands. Note the order. First, love God, then do good works. First John four nineteen. Because we love, because we love because He first loved us. This verse was in the context of loving our brother. Again, God loved us first by offering His Son as a sacrifice for our sins, so that we can love our neighbor, which is works after salvation. God 14.21, whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He loves, he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. Again, the order that whoever obeys God is the one who already loves me, a grace-based salvation. So, Salvation through grace, sanctification through works. To make my point more succinct, we are saved by God's grace, in Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, a reference. Once we're saved, we are compelled to do good works because we love him and want to serve him. Those are the good works referred to in James two twenty six, which follow our salvation and are not the basis of our salvation. They are a part of the sanctification process that continues throughout the rest of our lives as believers. One cannot skip over the first part of the greatest commandment, love God, and just do the second part, love our neighbor, and expect to be born again or saved. However, it is equally true that we cannot just say a prayer as a youth and never change our behavior to reflect God's will for our lives and expect to be saved. The reconciliation of these two supposedly controversial verses Ephesians 2, 8, 9, and James 2, 26 represents a beautiful harmony of what God has done for us and what he expects of us as his children. John 3, 1 through 5, in reply to Jesus declared, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and spirit. Being born of the Spirit is having a true relationship with God through Jesus Christ. It's not a works-based salvation. Luke twenty-three forty-two and following, Then he, who is the thief on the cross next to Jesus, said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. The thief recognized who Jesus was and asked by faith for a relationship with him. This man could not offer any good works to earn his salvation. And Jesus responded by grace, Today you will be with me in paradise. Good works has nothing to do with salvation. It is an outpouring of man's desire to love God and do his will once saved. Finally, Romans 10.9, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Salvation comes from a belief that Jesus Christ is both Savior and Lord of one's life. To acknowledge in prayer that you are a sinner, that Christ died on the cross for your sins and rose from the grave, and ask him to forgive you of your sins and save your soul. Ask him as your Savior and Lord, and then share your decision with others. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org.
providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.